Hello and welcome to the Loose Forward Podcast. I'm Bobby. And I'm Callum. And we're all about Rugby League. The M62 and beyond. Good evening. Good evening. That's right, it's a little bit different again this week, isn't it? It is. Uh, Unfortunately, uh, Andy has now succumbed to COVID. Yes, unfortunately so. But good news, I survived and I'm okay. <laughs> the best one's back. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Numbers were down last week. Oh, were they? Well, I don't know. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think um, all that time I spent in the car with, with Andy last week, going to and from Nottingham. Uh, what I will say is, though, Dan Evans has been complaining that like he's had COVID and whatnot. So, all I'm saying is, Dan Evans has give us COVID. Not the other way around. No, no, he's definitely, definitely give it to us. Okay. Because my dad was accusing you of giving it to Dan Evans last no, week. No, 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 Dan Evans give it to me. Ah, uh, okay. So, I believe you. Can I have a picture, Dan? Yeah, it's like, take a step back though, mate. <laughs> you got a mask. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ridiculous. Well, just blatant... Disregard for the rules, isn't it? Yeah. Shame on you, Dan. Yeah. Shame on you. Anyway, <laughs> we're uh, recording from a secret location this week, aren't we? Because, well, we usually do it at Andy's, but we're not allowed. Yeah. <laughs> so so we are live in a different location tonight. We are. So tell us what we've got coming up. Well, we have our round 15 Super League review. I have my stats of the week. <laughs> we have the NRL results. And then we have a small feature on the England squad uh, with the upcoming game against the Combined Nations this week. Mm. Uh, then we will be joined by Bry, who will bring us up to date on the Predictions League. Looking forward to that one. And then we're out. Excellent. Well... Shall we crack on with the Super League then? We shall indeed. Where do you want to start? Hang on, hang on. Oh yeah. I did this last week as well. I know you did. <laughs> I'm too Stop eager. Stop it. I'm too eager. Right, quiet now. There's so much to love about rugby league in this part of the world and more than just the pork rolls at Warrington and the pies at Wigan. There's tradition and history and great grounds and great fans. And then there's the weather. And if you don't like it, well... You just have to put up with it. Tough titties. Right. Now where do you want to start? <laughs> Can I just say before we do, I'm so glad you're back on control. Oh, yeah. You did all right? I did. did up until the, 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 the very last hurdle. I know, and I'm gutted, but... It was hilarious. <laughs> I couldn't breathe when I listened to it. And it wasn't because of the COVID. <laughs> I was about to say, was it because of the COVID? No, it was a mixture. It was... 80-20 to you. 80-20 yeah. to me, okay. should feel proud of that, shouldn't I? Well, you almost killed me, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Tell me where you want to go. Okay. Um, let's start on the Friday night with Salford and Wigan. Salford 12, Wigan 30. Hmm. Just keep rolling on at the minute, don't they, Wigan? Nothing seems to, to phase them. Um, I think they seem probably the most 
form team at the minute. I think they're probably playing the best rugby, um, not just attackingly, but defensively as well. I think they, they look very, very solid. Yeah, I, I can't disagree with you. And uh, especially Bevan French, how, how good is he looking again now? Yeah, um, yeah, no, you're right. He had a he had a really good game. Made he had some really really good combinations with field. Yeah, which is what I think all Wigan fans um, were expecting to happen, and and they'll be really pleased that that seems to be kick, kicking in now because it's just deadly, isn't it? Yeah, the speed you, and everything is just ridiculous. Yeah, when you have that much pace to to burn down down your sides, it's it's always going to be incredibly hard to. To keep up with them, and yet there's rumours that he might be leaving, but not back to the NRL. No, with Hull, yeah, isn't it? yeah, it's um, it isn't, it isn't a straight. I don't think he's a winger. No, I think that's why he's had a, a pretty quiet season so far. I think it's took him a bit of time to sort of make that role his own. Yeah, and get used to that role. He is a better fullback than he is a winger, but he can't move. Field from fullback, it's just too good. Not the season he's having either. No, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, surprised. Not surprised that he's moving, but surprised where he's rumored to be moving to. Yeah, I think that's the the big one. Into it seems to still be in Super League, mm. which seems a very strange decision from from Wigan's part, in my opinion. But as you say, if if he really doesn't want to play wing you've got two superstars fighting out for one position it's 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 hard to fit them both in and keep them both happy I suppose mm, maybe that's what it comes down to maybe it comes down to a salary cap issue might do yeah look at the, the players that are coming through and the players that are already there who, who if they are running out of contracts will want bigger contracts yeah maybe it comes down to a salary cap issue more than anything but um, yeah, Wigan looking really good in this game, and like I say, just solid both in attack and defence. Uh, Salford though um, are suffering terribly with injuries. I think, aren't they? I think the only could pick nineteen players this week, if I remember rightly. I might have got that wrong, but I think I remember something very similar. Yeah, um, but obviously struggling with a lot of injuries um, and, and probably done well to pick up as many points as the. Probably as they have really this season, I think with the injuries that they've had. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. And I know you weren't here last week for the uh, Salford part of the review, mm. but uh, Andy was saying that he feels that they're gonna they'll they'll be okay. They'll they'll stay up. I don't think they'll be in danger of being in that relegation fight with Warrington. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, with Warrington and. Uh, and the rest of them down there, but um, he just said he feels like they've got a few games now where it's they're going to get a string of defeats, mm. and I think that's going to be the case. They've got some hard, tough games coming up, despite running a few teams close, like we mm. said. But yeah, they didn't really offer a lot in that game, and uh, they looked very poor throughout. I think they just got a couple of late tries, really, didn't they? We can yeah, it was off. thirty nil, wasn't it? Yeah. And I think, I think even with I think they scored two in about. Six or seven minutes, didn't they? Yeah, and I think Wigan just switched off and mm. job was done, really. Yeah. Um, yeah, um, Liam Marshall, pick, Marshall even picking up another double. I think we'll come on. Well, 
I know I want to come on to it later when we talk about England, but uh, unlucky not to be picked. Yeah, I, I totally opinion. agree. Um, anyway, let's go to the other uh, Challenge Cup finalists in Huddersfield, who also look even stronger than they did a couple of weeks ago to me. Um, don't really look like losing at the minute. No, they don't. They look very, very strong. Uh, five wins on the bounce in the league now. Mm. Um, and they just keep going from strength to strength. And I had this game down as being a lot closer. Yeah. I thought Leeds had yeah. really turned a corner against Warrington. Mm. Um, I know Warrington weren't weren't great, but they, they I thought they'd really turned that corner and started to play some good, attractive rugby. Mm. But we've said it before, if you let four unanswered tries in, to any of these top four teams, Saints, Wigan, Catalan, Huddersfield, you're going to struggle to come back. Oh, yeah, there's no chance. There's, you're yeah, not going to let that slip. Even three, never yeah. mind four. Well, yeah, four, yeah. But I know what you're saying. Uh, but the the players for Huddersfield at the minute, you know, you've got uh, Daniel Levi, Ricky Lutelli, Chris McQueen, uh, Tuilola here, mm. all of them playing fantastically. Chris McQueen, I think, has impressed me. Um, a lot over these last few well probably all season but especially over these last few weeks uh, when he first come over I thought he's going to be one of them signings yeah. typical Aussie sort of signings that we I think we all sort of expect but boy has he been in some form he really has uh, Lance Todd winner mm-hmm. in the Challenge Cup final yeah um, played really well that game and he even got to try against Leeds this week. He ran, was it about 70 metres to score his try this week? Yeah, with the, the intercept, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, he's got some pace to burn, hasn't he? <laughs> well, yeah, which surprised me, really. Yeah. Uh, and he is, I'm not saying he should be, but he is available for England selection. He's played for England before, hasn't he? Yes, he has. He played under Wayne Bennett. Mm. Um, yeah, another one that, that declared himself for England. But you talk about his try scoring record there. Um, he's got, hang on, I'm going to have to count these. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. 12 tries in 15 games this season. Is he really? Isn't main... Well, actually, slightly more than 15 games, sorry, because some of them are the Challenge Cup. Two of them are in the Challenge Cup. Oh, right. I was going to say, because I'm pretty sure making He's in 10 in 15. Yeah. I think Makinson's leading on about 14, isn't he? So it's only before behind. Do you know what? I couldn't tell you who's leading. I, I think, if, if I remember Liam rightly. Marshall must be up there after the, the little yeah, run he's had. Yeah, up there. If I remember rightly, I could be wrong. I'll have to, double, I'll have to fact check, but I'm, more, I'm pretty sure Makinson took the lead this week when he scored against uh, Hulk AR. You're right. If that's up to date... No, it might not be. That might be from last week. Okay. Um, but either way, to be to be, you know, behind arguably the league's best winger at scoring tries. Mm. Phenomenal effort for oh, a second. You're Makinson is top with sixteen, and you've ah, got CO and Field on fourteen, Hall eleven, and then you've got a few on ten, including Marshall and Yaha. Oh, and then McQueen. Yeah. Obviously. So He's in the top ten for try scorers, though. Brilliant effort. Yeah, a, a tremendous form. Yeah, 
Really good effort for him. Uh, but Leeds, like you say, I thought it started to turn a corner, and they still could be. Huddersfield are playing incredibly well. Yeah, and it's only what Rowan Smith's third game in charge, second or third game in charge. Yeah, um, and Warrington are obviously playing. <clears throat> excuse me, really, really poorly. Um, he still needs time, and and obviously it'll be. I think with Leeds, it'll be more of a next season type thing. Yeah, I think he, he'll start to build and and get ready for next season. But having said that, you know the playoffs with the way the league is this year, the playoffs are still well in sight with the amount of games that we've got to play. No, they are. To be fair, and I I I mean they're eighth on eleven points. Are in sixth on fourteen, so they're only three points off the playoffs. I mean, I I ruled them out when we got when Andy asked us that question a few weeks ago. I said no, they ain't got a chance, mm. and I and I didn't think they did. No, but I, I don't. They might just squeeze in. I st- I still don't think they will. I don't, I think they'll miss out. But Leeds being Leeds, it wouldn't surprise me if they did. No, yeah, I, I totally agree. Yeah. Um. But yeah, you, you, they still need time. There's still a lot of work to do there. Yeah. Um, let's go to the south of France. Ooh, which one? Well, Catalan 36, Hull 8. Yeah, not the... <laughs> it happens every year. Mm. Hull FC... Do this every single year, year in, year out. They start well. People are impressed by them. They they, they start to build this. Oh, look at this. We could be a really good team. Mm-hmm. Mid-season turns around and they just start to, to plummet and show weakness. Now, we've said it before, haven't we? No Jake Connor. Mm-hmm. He's out for three months. You can't sit and sulk for three months and, and hope Jake Connor comes back to save your season if you somehow make the playoffs, mm. you've you've got to fight and and win games, and they just don't look like doing that to me. No, they've got no no fight. They, they looks poor. The halfbacks are becoming a real problem. Yeah, because they can't guide this team around, and if you've no if you've nobody staying the ship, you've no chance. No. And that surprises me with the amount of experience and talent that they have in Gale and Reynolds. Yeah, I I totally agree. And, you know, you've been very vocal on Luke Gale this season, especially being the captain of the club, getting um, banned an awful lot, not being there, you know. Mm. It's, it's, you know, but again, another transfer rumour coming out that both of them are out of hole next year. They're mm. not renewing the contracts. Luke Gale just hasn't been the same since he left Castleford. No, he uh, hasn't. You know, he was Man of Steel a few years ago. Yeah, and he was he was phenomenal. He, des- he fully deserved it. Mm. But was, since was it 2017, I think. Yes, because that was when Cass had that exceptional yeah. season. Wanted it. so it's not it's not that long ago, really. No, not really. And when... even after that, he was still playing well. Yeah, where well, did he move after Cass? Oh, it was Leeds. Wanted yeah, yeah, all went a bit. Uh, Tongue after that, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, you're right, yeah. Um, but uh, at least Josh Reynolds takes the time to answer his fans, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, I like a player who answers fan mail. Yeah, just uh, 
got accused of stealing a wage this week, didn't he? Yeah, well, I'll let you tell people who haven't seen it. So if you haven't seen this, uh, there's a, a picture online um, and it's of a fan who's messaged Josh Reynolds and said that you're stealing a wage, obviously a disgruntled Hull fan. Um, Josh Reynolds took the time to send him a picture back. I think he was holding a bottle or something and saying you can't blame a guy for trying. Mm. So, <laughs> Was it a bottle of yellow bourbon? Uh, it could have been. <laughs> <laughs> His favourite drink. Yeah, he loves it, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but they, them two, especially, copping some real stick. But Catalan, again, I think along with... The, the top four seem to be miles and miles ahead of everybody. Yeah. Um, and Catalan are another one along with... Wigan and Huddersfield, who look incredibly strong at the minute. Yeah, I I agree. Uh, Mitchell Pierce seems to have found a, a bit of form. Um, you know, it, it's scary to think how well they'll play if, if when when Josh Drinkwater comes back and if he can find the form that he was in before he got injured. Um, the, I mean, they've always had a massive pack. They always have a massive pack. Yeah, but you know. Cassiano, um, Dudson, Napa, Garcia in the back. He's, yeah, he's a quality player. Yeah, unbelievable player. Yeah. Um, they're, they're playing really well and uh, what are they, four, point, uh, yeah, four points adrift of St. Helens at the top now. Yes. Um, it wouldn't, I, I still think that they could finish top. Um, because if we move on to Saints now, then they yeah. they beat Ulkayar twenty six points to eighteen. But I actually, th- I know we've said that. Well, I just said that the top four are miles ahead of everybody, and they are. But I actually think St. Helens are playing the worst out of the four. No, I I agree. Um, I think it's they look they're looking a little bit more. Settled now that they've got the what we've said about the the moving the players around and mm. stuff, and obviously it's a big loss losing your your halfback. Mm. Um, that's that's always going to be a big loss to you. But um, I think they look a little bit more settled now that they've got players around. So you might see them starting to look a little bit stronger. But yeah, for now you can't say that of those top four Huddersfield. Catalan and Wigan, they look far stronger than, than St. Helens. And Yeah, I mean like you say, the the, the combinations and stuff are putting Hopper White to fullback, who actually looks like he's doing a, a, a decent job there and uh Jack Wellsby had a nice kick to put um Ben Davis in. Yes, he um, did. Oh, that was was that after the uh rampant Comrade Hurrell break, I think. Yes, it was, yeah. He's easy to find his feet a bit now as well, doesn't he? He has been terrific all season, I think. Um I'm surprised he's played as much as he has. And I think he's lucky to have played as much as he has. Um especially in centre, because I think if they'd have had no injuries to that three quarter line or the halves, um I'm not sure where he'd have fit in because I don't think I'd have put him in ahead of um well, I don't think he'd have started ahead of Hopperwati and Percival. Yeah. Definitely not Percival. Um, and then obviously you've got Wellsby at, at, at one and Dodd back in at seven. 
Where would he have fit in? I'm not sure. Uh, but he's been a bit of an uh, inspired signing in the end. No, he has, and he's he's, uh, he's done really well. He's, he's took his chances with both hands, really. Mm. And he looks to be a more of a permanent fix in that Saints squad now. Absolutely. And obviously, the big news coming out of it, well, not coming out, but the big news from this game is James Roby breaks the all-time Super League appearance record. Just absolutely in in awe of James Roby. You, you will. I don't think you will ever see another James Roby in this league ever again. No, I mean, what can you say about him that's not already been said? Just amazing. He's he's for not. He just he just doesn't look like retiring. No, he could definitely do another year, couldn't he? he that's he, he looks like he could. Yeah. You know, it's happened before. You've seen it with uh, the likes of O'Loughlin. Mm. He just kept going one year, Wellens, one year, one, and then eventually he just said, right, I've had enough. But mm. he looks like he could go for another three or four years. Definitely. He's he, he just does not look tired. And 80 minutes week in, week out, it's absolutely fantastic for him. And mm. I'm uh, really well done to him. It's brilliant. Yeah, I, I saw, I don't know if you saw it, the Super League stories thing that come out on YouTube. It was like a 40 minute video. Do you know what? I've seen all. clips. I think it was John Wilkin talking to James Roby, but he said, are you done? And he was like, uh, yes and no. And he was sort of like, basically what he was saying was he's he's done, but he doesn't want to be. Yeah. I think and he said he was 90% sure yeah. he was done. So... We'll wait and see. I don't think he's fully closed that door yet. But. No, I don't. And you know what? It, it tells you tells you everything when your England captain comes out a week before a game and says, I, "I'm cam-, he, he was basically campaigning to get Roby to come back out of international mm. retirement for England for the World Cup. Mm. And that tells you everything you need to know because brilliant. Just a living legend. Yeah. Um. Okay, I've been, I've been a really good dig in this game now. Yes, they did. Um, they look they look better now. Okay, they've they seem to have found that 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 link that that disappeared for a while. Um, mm. And I think it is that welcoming back of Mikey Lewis. Mm. I think he uh, I think he fills that gap. I think Koo doesn't have to do as much as as he as he was doing. And I think um, I think you'll see Hulk KR start to pick up some wins again now and and find the feet. Um, unfortunately, I think they were just they got that good win against Salford last week, mm. and I think they just unfortunately came up against a stronger opposition this week. And as we said, that top four are miles ahead of everybody else. And if you play them, it's just going to be well. I have to take this one on the chin, lads. So is the top four sealed now? Do you think? Yeah, yeah. I can't see anybody. Knocking any, knocking the top four off. Who's in? Who's in fifth? Is it still Hull, or have they been overtaken now? Uh, no, I think um, I think it's still Hull. Because if it's still yeah, Hull, it is Hull, right? So I can't see anybody. No, I can't see anybody uh, knocking Huddersfield out of fourth, and likewise with with Catalans and Wigan and Saints staying first, second, third. Yeah. I think you. See, I think you might see Huddersfield maybe potentially push to. Uh, third or second, mm. the way they're playing, don't rule them out of that. I think that would be, uh, you know, I think that's that's a, a brilliant aim for for Huddersfield. 
Um, but I think that top four is signed, sealed, and delivered. Okay. Well, let's move to the team who are trying to stay in the playoffs. Castleford, who were away to Toulouse and won just 20 points to 14. Yeah, the... Um, I don't know what I can say about Cass at the minute. I know that they have won this game and well done to them for that, but they just look clueless. Mm-hmm. They have, around that line, they have no idea what they're doing. Danny Richardson's first game back since his uh, serious neck injury as well, so maybe him coming in and getting a bit of game time will, will improve him. Yeah, maybe so. Then that might be uh, might be good for Cass to welcome him back. Mm. But you're right. I think they're just so mediocre. Yeah. They, they, I, I don't know how else to explain them. They seem to have a one-play system, and it's give it to the give it to the, get as close as we can, give it to a prop forward. Mm. Hope he can crash over the line, and if he doesn't, we'll try it again next time. I think that's a Lee Radford trait. <laughs> Possibly, yeah. He, he did it a lot at Hull, didn't he? He built up his uh, built up his pack to do that. Mm. Yeah, pa- quite possibly it could be. He yeah. It's a very good point, that, actually. Well, I think all the tries were pretty much sort of let's just crash over. Yeah, the Griffin one. Um, yeah, no, it was yeah. The fin- and the Fenua one right at the end was a pretty much. I think he ran out of space, come back inside. I, I, yeah, but pretty much bulldozed his his way over. Um, to lose though, I think to lose with. <laughs> I want to say unlucky to lose, but then, you know, Cass have gone out and, and earned the, the two points. But to lose or improve him. Yeah, they are. No they doubt about that. Definitely are. They're looking better each week and they look to be turning France into a bit more of a... That that fortress that... It sounds weird saying a fortress because they, they, they keep losing, but mm. it looks better and better each week for them. But... Mm. They are in desperate need of some wins and and fast. I don't know if you've had a look ahead, but have you seen the the fixtures they've got upcoming? No. They 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 really need to win these games in July. They've got four home games in July, three of them on the bounce. Okay. Um, and they've got uh, Hull KR, Leeds, Salford, and Hull. Who you could argue a couple of them are quite winnable. They need yeah. They need to to win. The, the Leeds and Salford one, I think. Yeah, I think that's... Well, they need to win them all, but yeah. if you're going to win two, they're the two I think you need to win. Yeah, definitely, I agree. And then it gets a lot tougher for them in August, though. Okay. Because then it obviously revolt, it roll reverses. They've got four away games, three mm. of them again, which go on the bounce, and then they play Hull KR, Warrington, Wigan, and Hull. Right. So they're going to struggle in August, so mm. they're in need of some desperate wins, and they need them quick because... They're going to struggle once they come to August, I think. Yeah, run out of time very quickly after that, don't you? Yeah. Um, but yeah, the yeah, no, you're right. You've nailed it. Well, let's go on to the last game then. Yep. Uh, another team that is in dire need of two points. Wakefield 30, Warrington 24. What is happening at Warrington? <sighs> I wish I knew. Because it is... 
Wish, I think Daryl Powell wishes he knew. <laughs> yeah. It is absolutely terrible. Mm. They just, they look shocking. Defensively, they were woeful. Yeah. Absolutely. They they really do earn the wet paper towel defence. Two weeks in a row. Yeah. they. I, I just thought that the the manner in which the tries were conceded was appalling. The Asher, the Matty Asher's try. Yeah. You when people say you could get a bus through there, you could literally get a bus through there. Yeah. It was a I don't I don't know what happened, just lack of communication. But the the gap was about ten yards wide and he just yeah. strolled through. Yeah. It was unbelievable. That sort of summed it up for me. Yeah, you're not wrong um, with that. But it was so the game itself was so Back and forth, back. Nobody, you know, Warrington couldn't hold the lead. They just couldn't do it. Mm. Um, and then, obviously, the Wakefield managed to get two in a row. Yeah, big. And once they went in, I know it was late on, but even if the, if Wakefield had gone in front mm. earlier in that game, I'd have said, well, they're winning this now. Yeah. Because I don't think Warrington would have got back in front, Yeah, personally. No, I, I agree. Um, it was a simple case of Warrington couldn't hold the lead, and I I don't think that like you just you, well you've pretty much nailed it on the head there. I think if Wakefield went in front, they wouldn't have got it back. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I tell you what, what a uh, what twenty four all, what a tackle from was it Corey Hall? Um, it was either Hall or Murphy. Yeah, it was one of I, I always get. I, Get confused. I wrote down Lewis Murphy. Was it Lewis Murphy? But now you've got me confused. Maybe it was Lewis. I think it might have been Lewis Murphy, to be fair. I think you're right. It was one of them two, but... But at 24 all, George Williams makes a break. Yeah. He passes to the outside. You think he's going to stroll over. And out of nowhere, Lewis Murphy grabs him by the legs and takes him down. And was it the last tackle or did he spill it? He he spilled it. He spilled it. He knocked on, yeah. Absolutely fantastic play. It was a brilliant effort. I did think Williams should have gone on the inside, to be honest. I totally agree. I was watching that back and forth and I'm thinking, why is he not? Mm. Because even the fullback's fully committed going that way. Williams could have stepped and gone himself or he steps on the inside and he's got Ben Curry. There you go. Under the sticks, we win the game. Thanks for the two points. Yeah, but uh, Warrington in desperate, desperate need of a victory. Absolutely. And a run of victories. Absolutely. But but again, because of the way the league is, they're not really that far. They're only four points off the playoffs. It's not impossible. No, only four points. From, from six... Casser in six on fourteen hmm. to tenth. Uh, sorry, eleventh. Wakefield. Hmm. They're on ten. Wow, I didn't realize it was that close. Yeah, you've got Cass and Kr fourteen. Hmm. Leeds on eleven. Warrington, Salford, Wakefield on ten. Well, I didn't actually realize it was that close. Yeah. So, as yeah, terrible a season they are. Together, yeah. Terrible a season they've been having. They they could still, yeah, absolutely, still do it. absolutely they could. Well, if that's not the kick up the, if that's not the kick up the backside you need, I don't know what will do it for them. No, I don't either. Uh, well, that was the last game. Um, let's move on to this. 
That's right, it's Stats of the Week time. Hello. <laughs> How many have you got this week? We've got six. Six? Yeah. Okay, very good. Bit, but it is a bit more uh, NRL and Aussie based this week because they were coming out and some of them were just too good not to put in, I think. Okay, well, let's let's see how good they are then. Oh. Hit me with the first one. Okay. Uh, St. Helens haven't lost a whole KR since 2015. Okay. Saints last lost to Hulk KR came away at Craven Park and they were they got beat 24-22. Mm. Seven years. Yeah. Right. So, okay. Good record for that for Saints. And yet, somewhere in the back of my mind, I always thought Hulk KR were a, a bit, bit of bogey a bogey team, team for Saints. Mm. Especially away. Yeah. I think, yeah. But when I saw it, I was like, oh. I was quite shocked by that one. I remember him beating in the Challenge Cup, but that could have been, well, it must have been before then. I think I remember. Actually, yeah, forget that. Carry on, <laughs> the second one. Uh, number two, uh, Wakefield have never beaten Warrington three times in the league consecutively okay. until now. Okay. Uh, their win on Sunday marked their third consecutive win over Warrington and their fourth in all competitions. They won this year. They played them four times this year. Uh, they played them three times this year. They won the the one last year. They, oh they, right, yeah, right. Okay, the last game last of last year, year. Yeah. they won the first one. Then they backed it up with the Challenge Cup. Yeah, win. that was back to back. That was back to back weeks. One, yeah, it? and yeah. then they beat them on Sunday. Right. Well, becoming a bit of a bogey team for mm. uh, Warrington Wakefield, aren't they? Yeah, seem to be. Very good. Uh, number three, uh, Alan Langer is the only player to be picked for a state of origin side outside of Australia or New Zealand. At the time, in 2001, Langer was playing for Warrington Wolves and they flew him back to Australia just to play for the uh, Queensland. Mm, yeah. Yeah, I think it's uh, quite a famous story, that, isn't it? Mm. So. I think... Uh... Just shows how good he was as well, really. Yeah, does really. Yeah. Uh, number four? Yeah, number four. Uh, now, this one, I don't know which bit surprises more about this stat. And that is the Bulldogs have won 25% of their games in the last three seasons right. on a Monday. <laughs> right. But they've only won... Eight games in the last three seasons. So they've only won two on a Monday. <laughs> Just, that, I like that one. Uh, no, I mean from them, not oh, you, right. sorry. I was going to say. Yeah. So yeah, they've had eight wins in three seasons. It's not all bad. Yeah, that was their eighth win on Monday. <laughs> yeah, they'd win Super League apparently. Yeah. According to Gus. <laughs> Uh, anyway, moving on. Number number five, um, Brent Naden yeah. um, moved from the Bulldogs to the Tigers. <laughs> yeah, he's not having a good time. No, is he's, he? he's really not. He, uh, he he moved from the Bulldogs to the West Tigers, and he was sent off on the weekend. No, oh, did he? Yeah, got a red card for a, a spear tackle. Oh yes, yeah, uh, yeah, I did see that actually. Um, 
he is the first West Tigers player to be sent off in 20 years. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And then uh, he's only the third West Tigers player overall to be sent off in NRL history. Really? Mm. The first one was, well, no surprise, uh, John Hopawate. <laughs> And then the second one was Corey Pearson in 2002 and Brent Nader on the weekend. That's mental. Yeah. Soft lads. <laughs> Show a bit. <laughs> oh. Show a bit. <laughs> that, that's, all, that's all it says to me, that they're a bit soft. Yeah, it does really. And my sixth and final stat, um, before Wednesday, the overall score for State of Origin in the last 32 years was 2,000 to 1,994 in favour of New South Wales, Mm -hmm. which means that after 32 years and a game on Wednesday... They have now scored exactly 2,010 points each. It's mental, that, isn't it? That's incredible. Absolutely insane. Imagine playing 32 years of origin and scoring the exact same amount of points, though, as your, your opponent. Mm, what was it, 2010? Yeah. Wow. That's, that's amazing. Mm. So. Mental. Yeah. And that's it. That's that's my stats of the week. Very good. I like the Brent Naden one. Yeah, I like that, that one as well. <laughs> Very good. You call that a knife? This is a knife. That's not a knife, that's a spoon. Yes, NRL time to follow the... NRL stats of the week. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> there's any obviously if there's anything you want to say, just jump in. Will yeah. do. Cowboys thirty one, uh, Dragons twelve, Gold Coast Titans sixteen, South Sydney Rabbitohs thirty. Uh, I think uh, Titans are bottom now. Are they? Yeah. Ha 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 ha, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> Your team triumphant yeah. there. Yeah, the mighty bunnies hammered them. <laughs> Uh, you know what Andy would say, wouldn't you? What? He'd uh, he'd say that they had a second half collapse. He would say that. He would say that. Um, the Sydney Roosters 18, Melbourne Storm 26. Uh, Brisbane Broncos continue the winning ways, beating the Canberra Raiders 24 points to 18. Uh, West Tigers, four. Manly Sea Eagles, 30. Uh, Newcastle Knights, six. Penrith Panthers, 42. New Zealand Warriors, 16. Cronulla Sharks, 38. And the surprise of the week, the Canterbury Bulldogs, 34. Parramatta Eels, four. That's a thumping. Mm. That is an absolute thumping. Contributing about fifty percent of those wins, <laughs> um, and obviously on on Monday was the 
State of Origin, uh, sorry, on Wednesday, yes, uh, was the State of Origin game one, which finished New South Wales ten, Queensland sixteen, and what a game that was! Oh, it was fantastic. Bit of a shock though. I didn't expect Queensland to win it. I'll be honest. No, neither did I. But um, Cameron Munster, I thought, was phenomenal. <sighs> what a game he had! Um, just an absolute pickpocket, wasn't he? Yeah. He, he's just the master. I think he's just the master at that. He's like a thief in the night. Yeah. Like, just unbelievable. I also thought Valentine Holmes was very, very good. Yeah. Um, and New South Wales, well, not so much. Thought Nathan Cleary was very quiet. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he didn't have the uh, the best of days, did did Cleary. But um, i tell you what, I can't remember who it was, but someone was telling me, or I read it somewhere, uh, Cameron Munster... This wasn't even a stat in the NRL last mm. season. It wasn't even a stat. They just pulled it out of like sort of thin air and just did it for him. And apparently he had uh, he, he had sixteen steals last season. Right. He, he stole the ball off of sixteen people. Um, right. I think you just hold it onto a bit tighter, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, when you're knocking about him, yeah. yeah. No, Cameron, go away. It's mine. Yeah, that's how you need to act. The speed of the game never ceases to. Amaze me, yeah. Like, Eighty minutes as well. It's always going. It's just constant. Just the. It seems to get quicker every single year. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Um, but obviously Queensland taking a one one nil lead into game two. Yeah. Um, which will make things pretty interesting. I hope New South Wales win because I love a decider. Yeah, it's always good. You don't want you don't want the series over after two, do you? No, no. You want a decider, don't you? Yeah, of course. Even you though do. they never win three nil, you go. Oh, there's. Well, you had a stat, didn't you, saying? There's only been X amount of three nils. Yeah, there's not been that many. I no, can't remember the which stat, makes it but... think like, oh yeah, like yeah. It, but I think I don't think there's been a lot. I don't know. Maybe that's something for you to look into next week. How, how many deciders there's been? I'll try and find that. We go two nil up. Third, even though the third game's amazing to watch. Yeah, it's not like a decider, is it? No, true. No, yeah, it's uh, there's nothing like a bit of a. A state of origin decider. No, exactly. So we will look um, forward to that, won't we? Absolutely, we will. You call that a knife? This is a knife. That's not a knife, that's a spoon. Right. Well, our main feature of the night, if you like, is obviously the uh, England... The Combined Nations game, uh, we'll have a look, little run through the squads and uh, bits and bobs because I think there's a few uh, selection, maybe not so much selection surprises, but people that have been left out. Yeah. Non-selection surprises. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but first, before, before I go into it, did you know this game was on? No. No, I did. Honestly, didn't have a clue. I had absolutely. I have not seen any advertisement for it. No. I have not seen one Sky Sports advert. Is it, if it's even on Sky Sports, I don't know. But apart from, I think the first thing I saw was that Sean Kenny Dowell had been named captain of mm. the Combined Nations. That was the first thing that I'd even remote and thought, "Oh, is that this week?" The first thing I saw was when the squad England squad was released. Really? Yeah, and I know I've not obviously not been so good the last week or so, but should know in advance. You should be building up to this yeah. two or three weeks. 
Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. On, and even now, I couldn't tell you what day, what time kickoff is, what channel it's on. I couldn't tell you the channel, but I can tell you that it's on Saturday at 5.45. Oh, thanks. Live from the Halliwell Jones. Right. Apart from that, I don't know much else. Do you think that there's an interest in this game? Like, for me, I'm not sure that this is the way to go about things. No. It all I- feels a bit gimmicky to me. And I think, personally, I think I would be more interested if we had an international against France, say. No, I, I totally agree with you. I think that would be better but I suppose then and this is this is no disrespect to to France or any of the the French players but does it become an easier win for England is it you know we've always shown superiority over France Mm. you know we've we've always beat them by a considerable amount so is it a, is it a case of do you want a challenge or do you want public interest? Mm. I know that sounds daft because you want public interest for both of them, but if you're going to have a challenge like this, you've got to make sure people know it's on mm. because it, it just baffles me that it's not been publicised the way it should be. Mm. We've got a World Cup at the end of the year. I just, um, I just, I don't see the attraction with it, me. And maybe that's not helped with how poorly it's run, Mm. how poorly it's advertised. You know, I think the the Combined Nations squad has been in disarray. I don't think he's had to, uh, they had to push the... um, Squad news out the the yeah the confirmed squad they had to push that uh, back didn't they yeah uh, because they did. he was ringing about asking for players because people were pulling out like we'll go through it later but like the, the all the big names that you would expect to be in that team mm. aren't no you're right yeah they pulled out for one reason or another yeah um, it, it just all feels a bit half hearted and. Mm. Maybe that just, to me, that's where the lack of interest comes because it's a bit like, well, the RFL aren't bothered about it, so why should I? Yeah, no, I I, I, I get that, yeah. Um, so I, the whole point of the mid-season international mm. is to get the England team prepared as, as best they can for this World Cup at the end of the year. Yeah, Is I this agree. the best way to do it? I don't know. I'm not that convinced. No, I'm not. I think you could probably find something better and more appealing. Mm. Um, whether that's a, a game against a, a home nation or, like you say, France. Mm. But Yeah, would it be better to have... A game against 
Um, I don't want to call it an England B team because that's not what it'd be. But like, like you say, like a home nation side where you have like some Welsh players, Scottish, some of the Irish lads. Yeah, would that be better for us as a as a sport? Because it'd be our players on show and our players are getting together and and getting to that sort of elite level because. The players that are playing for the Combine Nations, or the majority of the players that are playing for the Combine Nations, are never ever going to play for Australia or New Zealand again. No, no, they've they've they're over here now, and that's so why why are we caring about them? I'm not so sure. No, why? I don't know. I, for me, there's not a lot of interest in it. Would you ever? I mean, it might be a, a stupid idea, but would you ever watch a game of? England, say, versus the England Knights. Would you like to see some of the young lads take it to the experienced lads? Um, mm, Or is that just too much, is that? I think that might be a bit much Yeah, for me. I don't know. I I think I'd rather see, like, a home nation or France. Just a proper international game, really, more than... uh, I don't know. Because I'm sure, you know, France or Scotland or whatever... They'd appreciate a World Cup warm up as well. They're, they're in that tournament as well. Mm. I'm sure if if you said to to France or Scotland or Wales and you said, "Listen, we'll give you a game," mm. they'd go, "Well, yeah, sure, we want to warm up for it as well." Mm. I think you'd get more interest out of it. I'd have more interest in it. Mm? I think I would. Personally, I would. Yeah. I think I would as well. Anyway. Um, Squads have been announced. They Take are. us through the England squad. Okay, so the 20-man squad for England is Matty Ashton, mm-hmm. Joe Batchelor, John Bateman, Mike Cooper, Liam Farrell, Ryan Hall, Matty Lees, Michael McElorum, Mike McMeekin, Paul McShane, Tommy Makinson, Mikolai Oledsky, Joe Philbin, Stefan Ratchford. He said Stephen then. Uh, Sam Tompkins who is captain of England Uh, Alex Wormsley Jake Wardle Callum Watkins Jack Wellsby and George Williams I think there's some omissions there I know people have I think people like um, uh, Johnny Lomax um, has got a knock yeah, so maybe they're not risking him as much with his with his bicep because I've I, I've I've heard that he's going to continue to play for Saints until the end of the season. So does that mean he's out of the World Cup or is he going to play through the World Cup as well with a with a bicep injury? No idea. Couldn't tell you. I don't think anything's been said, or I've not seen anything that's been said anyway. No, because if he's going to play in the World Cup, he might as well play in this game as well. Mm. If that's the case, because if he's if he's going, well, I, I think it's just about managing it at the time. Maybe come the end of the year, it'll be better. Yeah, whether he has to go off and have surgery, um, not so sure. Yeah, maybe um, another one in that similar instance who I've not seen for uh, Saint Ellen's since I think he went off the pitches in Toulouse was Mark Percival. He's missed out. Maybe again. Maybe he's injured. Maybe he's not fit enough to play in this one. Mm. Um, but um, uh, to be honest with you, I think your, I think your biggest 
um, selection headache could come in the form of Jack Wellsby. Mm. Because I think he's been fantastic this season. I think he's probably been a... I actually think he's probably been the best fullback in the league, personally. Right. But unfortunately, Sam Tonkins is your captain. And again, he's also playing very well. And I don't think he can... Best English fullback in the league. Yeah. Uh, yes, sorry, yeah, sorry, I should have said best English fullback in the league. Right. <coughs> yeah, um, I probably should have said that, to be fair. Um, but again, Sam Tompkins, he's captain, he's playing just as good, so I don't really see how you can knock him off the... Yeah, I'm not, I I, I think it might be a touch too early for Wales, but to cement a position of his own. Um, I, I think he's had a good season. Um, I'm not sure he's been the best fullback in the league. Uh, or even the best English fullback in the league, personally. Uh, Sam Tompkins has been excellent. Uh, it would have been interesting to see what would have happened if Jake Connor had been fit, because I think he was playing some really good stuff um, for Hull. Yeah. But, obviously, uh, that that's not to be at the moment. Uh, I, I think Liam Marshall is a glaring omission. Yeah, I agree. I... Um, I think the form that he's been in, it's been incredible. Uh, he's got plenty of speed, plenty of finishing skills to go along with it. So I, I don't see how we can leave him out, to be honest. And another one in that form is uh, Tom Davis at Catalan. Mm. I think he's been excellent as well. Yeah, yeah, I, I can live with that. I can yeah. live with the Davis one. Um, the the Marshall one, I think, is very unlucky. Uh, also, um, Harry Smith as well. Yeah, Harry, Harry Smith. Has I a... think he's been in in fine form, and I think with you know uh, <sighs> Gale obviously having a stinker. Mm. Um, Lomax is injured. Mm. Williams is a, a bit of a surprise, and not. Mm, I know what you mean, but he's not having the best of seasons. But you feel like with him, he could turn it on, and I, I, I couldn't see why he's been picked. Yeah, and would have probably have picked him myself still to be in the squad. But with the the halfbacks, all the halfbacks sort sort of having trouble at the minute, or all the main ones having trouble at the minute with for one one reason or another. Um, I think he's probably been the best. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah. The only other one I could really argue who's having probably not the best time at his club, but again, I think he's very capable of maybe playing his best is Jake Truman. I think he's maybe not this time round, maybe he's not good enough to get into this one, but um with like you said, with just those injuries being out, I don't see why you couldn't possibly pick him. I'm not sure. Um the, the uh, for me the the other yeah, the the halfback situation is um, not a worry, but we don't seem to have that standout one. I don't mm. think at the minute. Uh, and the other, the other ones that were a bit of a surprise, the hooker situation. Uh, no Clark, no Leeming, um, and has gone for Maculorum. And there was another one that I forgot. It McShane. Would, McShane, yes. Who I think probably 
gets the nod for me, McShane. Yeah, McShane definitely gets the nod um, for me, especially out of the two that have been picked. Mackie Lawrence, uh, a big surprise, I think, for me. Yeah. I'm not saying he hasn't played well, but I don't think he's played better than uh, Cruz Liam. And I think Cruz Liam has been, been pretty good over the last 12 months or so. Yeah. Um, Dwyer's Dwyer's English as well, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't have picked him, but... No, I'm just um, saying, yeah. Yeah. I'd have picked Lehman. I'd have picked McShane. Uh, But if you're picking people like Williams uh, on sort of uh, history, Mm. I I don't see how you can't pick Daryl Clark for the same reasons. No, I yeah, I, I don't agree. know. There was just a couple of selections that I thought were a bit funny. Whether he's done that intentionally to yeah. try and push them uh, for the World Cup come the end of the year, yeah, I don't know. But it just seems a bit strange to me. Because Daryl Clark will play, won't he? And Lehman. And Lehman, but it'll mm. be against England. They're they're going to line up for the the combined nations. Yeah, we'll run us through the combined nations one then. Yeah, if you've got it. Uh, so, yes, the Combined Nations uh, team will consist of Daryl Clark, uh, Brody Croft, Kenny Edwards, Mahe Fanua, Sean Kenny Dowell, who is the captain, mm. uh, Sammy Sony Lange, Cruz Leeming, Joe Loverdua, Reese Martin, Manu Mao, Jacob Miller, Matt Parcell, Matt Pryor, Liggy Sow. Chris Satai, Ken Sio, Kalipi Tanginoa, and Zane Tetevano. Mm. I think he's ended up running round, scratching for a few players there, hasn't he? Looks to be that way, yeah. And I think they've openly admitted that. Yeah, looks um, to be that way. Because obviously, I think the, the big two ones, or the big two ones for me, Field and French, yeah, field and French. I think were originally both in the plans, and have, have put, I'm not sure why they've pulled out. But no, I can't remember off the top um, of my head. They um, have done. Um, Metautia, uh, Sioni Metautia. Um, yeah, or even both of them. Really, I'm surprised. Um, I know Peter's had a bit of trouble this year with form, as of all Warrington players. But yeah, um, I think C- I think Sioni Metautia's banned. I think he got two games, so I don't think he's allowed to play. Yeah, but so does that mean he can play for St. Ellen's then? No, which is what's caused a bit of uh, a bit of upset this week because I think Mason Lino and I want to say it was Lola here. I can't remember off the top of my head though. There was two players. I think it was them two, but they got a one-game ban, mm. and because. They would have played in the Combined Nations. They've now counted that as their ban. Mm. So they're both free to come back to Super League the week after. It's ridiculous, that. But if you were banned before the selection squad was out, yeah, you have to serve, you, you have to miss this week, serve your ban, and then you're back the following week. Which is ridiculous. Very. If it's a domestic ban, then it should be a domestic game. Yeah. Not an international game. No. Because they play under different rules anyway, don't they? Yeah. So, if... I don't know. I find that all a bit bizarre, and I think they're just asking for trouble there. Yeah. With certain situations, I think. So, 
uh, was it earlier on in the season? I can't remember who it was, but might have been a Leeds player. Ended up playing for the reserves and they counted that. Yeah, the the was it Morgan Gannon? Uh, you could be right, actually. Yeah, I think it was Gannon. But yeah, yeah same thing. Yeah, played for the reserves because the reserves had a game when the first team didn't because it was the Challenge Cup week, so mm. they they counted it. Yeah, which is just I think just asking for trouble there, really. Of course you are. Um, there's what what's what's to stop? Say this week there's there's a there's an international game on. What's to stop? Senate Ellen's turning round and going, well, our reserves have got a game this week. So, um, Sione is playing, but he's banned. So, so mm-hmm. he's he's not. We'll have him back next week. Yeah. Um, and I, I also think one of the rules, which I didn't mind really, to be honest, was that um, they couldn't take more than five players from one club, I think. Oh, okay. Which might actually explain why Peter Matout here... Or any other Warrington, because they've got five players in the England squad. Somehow. <laughs> yeah, a, I won't get into that. Yeah, somehow. Um, but the one of the, one of the bigger uh, omissions off the combined nations, one that I've uh, just remembered, was uh, forward Yaha. I don't see how he's mm. not got a shout to play in that game, because he's in fine form. It just seems like even the players aren't interested in playing mm. in it. Yeah, to me. Right. So if they're not interested, why should we? Yeah, no, I, I I totally agree. So if if I don't know if he has, so I can't say for certain. But let's just say that. So let's just say there's a player then who has been called up for the combined nations, and he mm-hmm. goes, "Nah, I don't want to play in that." Let's say it's a French player. Yep. But we have, a, uh, going back to what I said earlier, we have a, a mid-season international England against France. Yep. Does he say, no, I'm not playing for France? No, because he want to represent his country. Exactly. So what are we doing? Yeah, no, it's an it's excellent point. Can't disagree with you on that. Yeah, any player would want to represent their country. It over. just seems too many players pulling out, for whatever reason, f- for it to be a coincidence, and I just think that they can't be bothered playing in this. Yeah. Because it's like I say, uh, I didn't even know it was on. So. No, yeah. Um, just to circle back round as well, back to that that England squad. Um, talking about uh, people missing out. Mm. Uh, one has just absolutely baffled me, mm-hmm. and I don't see how he cannot be picked. And that's Morgan Knowles. Um, I think I read that he might have got a knock. Right. Okay. Then, if I remember right. Like, if he's got a knock, then fair enough, because... Because I think he definitely would have been in. Right, okay, fair enough. If he's got a knock, then that's that's fine, but that, if he's just not been named, then that was... Oh, and before I forget, congratulations to uh, Joe Batchelor as well, because I think this is... Uh, yes, he, yes, I think it'll be his first call-up. Yeah. So. And he's got a, he's actually got a real shout of being in that... Mm. That second row selection because you've got he's competing with Mike McMeekin, Liam Farrell, and I think that might be it. Oh, and Matty Ashton as well. He's yeah. He's, this is his first call up as well. Matty Ashton's so, got his first call yeah. up as well. Um, yeah. So I think out of McMeekin, Farrell, and Bachelor, Bachelor's got a, a great shout to be in that second row. Yeah, definitely. We'll have to wait and see. Um, 
if I can remember when the game's on, because like I said, I didn't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I think we'll we'll swiftly move on. Will I watch it? Probably. Yeah. Just from an England point of view, really. I'm not really bothered about the other teams, see where we're at and yeah. see what happens. Uh, yeah, probably watch it. Um, if I can remember when it's on. Uh, well, for those that do want to watch it, it's Saturday at 5.45. Is it, can you tell me if it's on telly? I'm going to go with yes. <laughs> anyway, I think we'll have to uh, swiftly move on after that. Yeah. Move forward podcast prediction league with six again. Well, that buzzer can only mean one thing, and once again, we are joined by Bry from Six Again. Bry, how are you? Hi, boys. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Very well, thank you. Yeah, good. Uh, no Andy this week. He's uh, he's now fallen victim to uh, COVID. Stupid Dan Evans. <laughs> right, right, right. Well, let's get, let's get three things. Let's get three things clear first. One, stupid Dan Evans, indeed, Carl. <laughs> Two, Carl, are you all right, mate? Are you I'm, okay? I'm fine, thank you for asking, mate. Right, no worries. And third, guess what we've got to do now? It, it's as simple. It's really, really as simple as this. We've got to wrap Bobby up in cotton wool. He's like the Tua Lola Hayer. <laughs> he needs to be wrapped up in cotton wool so he doesn't catch it. That's what Oldersfield will be doing now over this fortnight. Won't need to be wrapping him up so he doesn't get injured, doesn't get a cold, doesn't get nothing so they can keep him. <laughs> That's true. Well, yeah. to be fair, because we usually do it um, at Andy's, the, the pod, um, we've had to do it in a secret new location. And because of the way the desks are set out, uh, we are about. 10 foot away from each other, aren't we? We are, to be fair, so... so uh, yes. Yeah, but you normally sit like that anyway, don't you? So, so, yeah, you know, because Bobby doesn't just, shower. Just, I mean, used to, yeah. <laughs> <Rude>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, Brian, we've just been chatting about the uh, England against Combined Nations game. Um, are you looking forward to it? What are your thoughts on the England squad? Uh, yeah, no. Obviously, it's an England squad, so yeah, it'd be interesting to see where the players that are in the Super League are. Mm. Um, I'm not really a fan of it because of I don't. I, it is a test, but it's not a test for me. Mm. It's 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 more like a charity game, isn't it? It, feel, it has that feel around it because it's not built up and it, it's it's a new thing. It's like it's like. It's probably what it was like when the when Great Britain started back in the day, and you know things like this, and mm. Yorkshire and Lancashire when they had their games and stuff. People weren't too sure about it, mm. so I think if it if it gained momentum, I'd be more comfortable with it. Yeah. But I just think the way the squads are picked, the way the the way the well, the Command Nation squad, the way the the RFL decide who's suspended and who's not for this game you know things like that it's, yeah. it's farcical but yeah. the squad itself there's some good surprises in it um, Joe Batchelor well deserved yes absolutely I think yeah. um, spot on really played well Mickey McAlorum coming back yeah um, amazing I, I, 
I said, I, I remember being on the train coming ho- away from the 2014 grand final and saying to Wigan fans, if Mickey McAlorham had played in that game, Wigan had won it. Simple as that. Mm. Even even being down a man for the, the whole game. Because um, he's just a quality player. Mm. George Williams, don't know why, can't see why. We we were saying that is sort of like a just on a, a a past performance type thing. That's the only thing we could really think of. Um, if you look at it in the last fortnight, the last fortnight alone, two weeks ago he played and he couldn't kick the ball. Yeah. That's his job. He couldn't kick it. Literally in the in the last two championship games containing Featherstone or Lee, John Davis second rower kicked the ball, which was beautiful last week. <laughs> at Millennium Stadium and then last night the front doors were doing it for Lee and I'm watching both games going but George Williams can't do that and, he's, and that's his job and now he's getting picked for England mm. yeah and then last week supposedly he was throwing balls out wide and he was just hitting the stand and yeah. you know his confidence is shot yeah. yeah but you can see why Wayne's picked him because he knows him he knows him inside out yeah but maybe so, this is the sort of Shot in the arm he needs, if you like, and yeah. we were, you know, as well as as that, there's problems with the other half backs, really. You know, like Gale's obviously having a bad time. Um, Lomax is is carrying a knock, so there's, there's there's players who are around him who are either not available to pick or are just woeful at the minute. And I think he's just sort of the best of a bad bunch. Yeah, I think I think that's a saving grace, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I think if if I think if it was any other coach than Sean Wayne, he would not be pissed for this yeah. squad. Yeah, I think it's, it's as that, simple yeah. as that because because he knows him inside out. He knows how to he know Sean Wayne knows how to get the best out of him. Mm. Yeah, and the the problem that the problem that could arise from next week is if he has an amazing game. You remember he's on home turf as well. So if he has an amazing game, he, he plays fantastically well. Every single Wellington fan's going to go, well, where's that bit? Yeah. And then it's going to lead to rumours of a dressing room and Palmer having a dressing room and yeah. Yeah. why can't he perform? And it's just going to cause... Whereas if he has a really bad game, it's going to be like, right, he's really... That's it now. It's it's actually not Waddington. Mm. It's him. Yeah. yeah. So it, it could it answer a few questions. The, the... The hot topic, don't you, from this England squad, Williams? Everybody, yeah. every comment that I've sort of seen, they're all sort of based around him. Yeah, I've seen a lot of the comments around uh, around him as well, questioning his picks and stuff. And then you've got the, you know, the pro Williams saying exactly what Bryce just said. You know, he was playing some of his best rugby under under Sean Wayne. Mm. So, does Sean Wayne feel that? I can I can change him for both club and country. Is he thinking if I can get him to play well here, that might give him the boost to to go back to club level and get ready for this World Cup at the end of the season? Mm. But that's the thing, people. Sh- you you really should be talking about Joe Batchelor, Matty Ashton, yeah, Mickey McLaurin, Mike McMeekin. That they're the players who should be getting talked about. Yeah, yeah no, yeah. everything's yeah. about because because of the situation with the halfbacks at the minute with injuries or form, his inclusion is taken away from everything else. Yeah. And also, I think I've read that if you, there's going to be three, if unless of injury, there's going to be three or two or three 
who aren't involved, who are going to end up playing for the Command Nations either, anyway. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they've already got what, Clark and Liam in, haven't they? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the, they've called up Fafita today. Yeah. And they've got a so, spe- special player. Is he the special player yeah, Fafita. I don't know, but it, he, he was called up about an hour and a half ago, something like that, I think right. it was announced. So he may be the special player. I heard rumours that Blake Ferguson was going to be there. Um, well, they, they were both at the um, um, is it? I forget his first name. Mister Hall from Doncaster, right? Who 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 organises the Command Nations and Elodie and Lee, uh, were both at the league game last night. Okay, and yeah, so I think uh, is it a Pape? His name was mentioned a bit. Yeah, so Lee, um, in the commentary. But yeah, they were at that game last night, so there might actually still be someone else. Mm. Mm. I think you sort of summed it up at the beginning for me, Brian. Like, uh, yes, I'm interested because it's England, but no, because it doesn't really feel like a test match. Yeah, I agree. Well, we we were saying as well, Brian. You know, uh, I'm not sure how you feel, but would would you would you feel more interested in the game if it was you know a, a game against say France or you know one of the home nations? I you know in in uh, Scotland or, or Wales or something like that would that a- appeal to you more than a combined nations team? Yeah, yeah, simple as yeah. I can see why they do it. I can I can see why they do it. Do you want do you want to get an international in? Do you want to? It's like it's like in football when you have a World Cup coming up. You 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 you, you have a couple of friendlies before it, and you pick teams who are similar to who you're going to be playing in the group. Yeah. So I can see why they do it because they want to see. The flair of Fijians or Tongans or Jamaicans or whatever it is, I can see why they do it. Yeah, but I'd rather have a proper test. No, the game against the game against France last year was quality quality game. A proper test. A pro- I, and when I say test, I don't mean a test match like GB for Australia. Yeah. I mean a test, an actual. Which doesn't feel like a training game yeah. or a charity game. If an actual, we're going to give you a test here. We're going to test you out. We're going and don't get me wrong. They did last year. Combined Nations really did last year. They give yeah. them a test. Well, yeah, absolutely. Mm. It just um, feels a bit like soccer aidy. Yeah, yeah. It, it feels rushed. Yeah, it feels unorganised. Yeah, it does. And, guess, and, and 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 if rugby league had a film. That would be the tagline, wouldn't it? Yeah. This is unorganized. This is unorganized. <laughs> yeah. Half arsed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh dear. Well, obviously, right. We've no uh, predictions this week because of the um, England versus Combined Nations. So, do you want to give us a quick update on the league table? Yeah. Well, let's go with what we've got first. Um, there was three very good weeks. Yeah. Three so so weeks and one poor week. Um, we had three spot ons. Uh, we had one from Harry from the Insiders. Yes. And um, one each for you two. Hey. The same game. Oh, was it? Oh, yeah. 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 It was the Wigan game. Right. Um, but And it was used to had the most points for the week as well. Double yeah. And the worst was. <laughs> By Jordan for Yorkshire after he put Bobby up for a battle. He, yeah, it was oh poor. That, that, he got less than half the points that Bobby got. 
Cheers from Lancashire of can we play you every week? <laughs> can you predict every week? Yeah, can you predict every week? <laughs> I like it. So we have top of the league, the insiders are now on 287. They're 34 points clear of the new person in second place, who is Callum. Hey. Back in second. One point to Andy in third. Four points to me in fourth. Um, then the stats team, uh, 31 points behind me in fifth, 17 points behind the Lancashire on 200, and then last, Yorkshire on one, uh, 10 points behind on 190. I will have to say, I did do a Bobby last week, and I changed my mind to, to lose at the last minute Ooh. from Castleford. And if I had to pick Castleford and put what I, I originally had, me and you would be second, Callum. Would we? And Andy would be, yeah, and Andy would be fourth. That's oh. fucked. So close. So close. Yeah, See, so at close. first, I was like, oh, well, you know, haha, unlucky, Bri, because, like, you're not second. But then when he said Andy would be in fourth, I was like, ooh. Yeah. I wish you had it done now. I know. I, I kicked myself a little. It was one of them. I was on my way home from St. Helens and looked them up and I went, oh, no. <laughs> Sat in the car, sulking, but you know, it happens. Well, just before we wrap up, then between us now, we'll just do a little prediction for England and combined nations. Then go on, what are you saying, Bobby? Uh, I think, I think England will win. I think, I, I don't think these combined nations players look really interested or bothered for it. So, based on that, I'm gonna go. Are we going for an exact or just England by? Yeah, England by. All right, I'll go England by. 16. Okay. I think I just think because of all the disruptions that have been happening in the camp, I, I don't see how... I mean, if they win, it's pretty embarrassing on our part, but uh, I'm going to say England by 10. And Bray? England by 12. 12. England by 12, and George Williams has scored a try. Ooh. <laughs> Excellent. Oh, that would wind him up, wouldn't it? Will he assist, yeah, will he really assist would, it, though? Will Williams just score... At Waddington, under the posts. <laughs> <laughs> and kick the goal. <laughs> yeah. Right, well, I think that just about wraps us up, doesn't it, Bobby? I think it does indeed. Um, thank you uh, very much for staying with us, if you stayed with us so far. Um, thank you to Brian for doing the uh, Predictions League, as always. Um, if you are going to Warrington this weekend or watching any rugby anywhere, then please stay safe and enjoy it. But from all of us here at the Loose Forward podcast, it's goodbye. Bye. Bye.